You're listening to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. Tune in each week to learn how we can all make inclusive marketing the industry standard. Welcome back and welcome to the finale of season two. I feel like making that a song. I don't know why, but (laughs) welcome to the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. Thank you for coming and coming back. I am clearly had a strong amount of coffee today. Um, This is our season two finale and I'm joined with Jade. Say hey, Jade. Hello. (laughs) Um, Every time. Every time. And I'm just like, I'm just waiting for you to one day be like, hey, Jade. (laughs) Hey, Jade. (laughs) But thank you for tuning in to the podcast. As I mentioned already, this is our final episode of season two. And then we're going to take a tiny miniature break. As you know, we, we like to plan and review. But before we dive into the break, we wanted to just look back and think about all the guests we've had on this season. I think compared to last season, this has been a lot of amazing guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, a, a good range. A good range. Like I think we had SEO, agency, in-house. Um, we had, I think two guests from America this season as well. Yes. I think um, so. Yeah, two designers, we had, I think, as well. To design it, like, so many perspectives. So many perspectives. So, I've been trying to think, what are our favourite guests? And not even for guests, favourite episodes. But there are so many. This season we did 18 episodes, I believe. Yes, I believe so. My maths is correct. I think it's 18. <laughs> Including this episode. Including this one. So I am thinking, and I might already be stealing this one from you, Jade, but I've been trying to think for different categories, what episodes are my favorites. And I am going to let you go think while I say which one. One of my favorite practical episodes mm-hmm. um, is an episode with Crystal. I think you could have seen that one coming where we spoke about everything SEO um, how to make your SEO inclusive with Crystal Carter. 31. Yeah, yeah. That one was, I couldn't keep up. No, I couldn't keep up. I was just like, every question I had, every aspect, because I would say in terms of marketing and marketing in general, Coming from a social media background, I like to say I have a little bit of base understanding in as many things as possible. Obviously, there's the core audience, demographic and stuff like that. But SEO is the least I have contact with. Mm. So Crystal was just dropping so many gems and so many ways and so so many tools that I didn't even like explore. So, yeah, that was one of my favorite practical episodes. Another practical one, but I think it was more so from the, at the end when we did the whole make this campaign inclusive little exercise that we do sometimes was episode 27, how to make yourself inclusively, 
market yourself inclusively, not me stumbling over my own, with <laughs> Teresa Heath Wearing. I really liked the end of it where the whole thing was amazing, but we spoke about different ways of incorporating incorporating inclusivity into a personal brand. And we just yeah. explored those ideas and Teresa is an amazing guest as well. How about yourself? What was your favorite practical episode, Jade? The one that's coming to my mind is Liz trying to find the I've had so many episodes I can't even find the name. How will AI affect graphic design with Liz Mosey? And it's practical in a different way because it was so AI centric. There was a lot of discussion about the future of design, but also I remember you talked about like hypotheticals with logos. Like I think it was like the Pepsi logo changed or something like that. And so the way that the conversation was kind of widened wasn't like practical and like a specific do this, this and this, but like, I feel like I learned a lot about design in that episode. Definitely. And it also picks up on another trend that came about through the season, the theme of AI. I felt like a lot of yeah. guests touched on it in such like either micro or big areas, but it was a weird positioning for me because those who know, I am a data scientist as well as a marketeer. So I know a, just a little bit about AI, machine learning, just, you know, a tad, <laughs> a tad enough to get a master's. Um, but <laughs> I don't really touch on it in this podcast, but it did spark me to do an episode talking a little bit on it. And I think that's something we might explore in upcoming seasons, really, how does AI impact inclusive marketing? But it's been fascinating to hear different people's use cases, different people's predictions. Yeah, yeah. The little it's, secrets, it's... I feel like we got towards the end of the season. I feel mm -hmm. like David and John had some like insights. Which John? John without the H. I feel like it's getting integrated into people's workflow more. And I think it's gonna be really interesting next mm -hmm. season when everyone's a bit more natural with AI to start yeah. questioning them on this is so weird. Uh, okay. My windows are currently being cleaned. <laughs> um, not sure if the podcast picked that one up. But yeah, people's integration with AI and how they incorporate it into different streams. Because like we mentioned, we've had so many different yeah. marketeers on here from different aspects. Another aspect I think would be interesting to explore and also one of my favorite episodes because we looked at it, we didn't take the approach I expected, was exploring inclusive design with Errol. Mm -hmm. That was really interesting because inclusive design has been around for a very long time and we have a whole episode yeah. on that. But speaking to Errol about the day-to-day -day aspects of design and between Errol and Liz, we've we've explored a lot. A lot of design. A lot of design. Okay. Um, what would be your fave solo episode? I feel weird asking it because it's me talking, but <laughs> um the one that comes to mind is I think I think it might be the most recent by this one is the Christmas episode reacting to Christmas ads. I think it's episode 35. Um, 
surely from your reaction mostly also I remember finishing that episode and being like that was such a nice episode to record because of the emotion behind the ads like I feel like a lot of time when we're talking about example campaigns it's because they've done something wrong it's like yeah they've done this but like those ones the biggest takeaway was the emotion behind them so that Mm -hmm. was such a nice treat that that was my fave as well because it's so we spend so much time unfortunately looking at negativity to recommend positivity we don't get enough time to like enjoy the positive and that one was so nice and it was nice because i think over recent years we're starting to see people do inclusive marketing and keep the story and not make it a tick box exercise yeah definitely that also reminds me another thing i enjoyed about this season i feel like we got deeper yeah i agree we definitely got into like we touched on it in season one i oh gosh i'm mixing up my guess but we did touch on intersectionality in season one i believe but i feel like we we really were able to get into it a little bit more and for those who aren't aware about intersectionality that is looking at the intersection of different marginalizations so for example if you're watching this podcast you will notice that I am a black woman and being a woman and being black are two intersections that sometimes benefit or negatively impact experiences. Um, and intersectionality within marketing as well is really interesting because so many campaigns, <laughs> you know what we haven't spoken about, but always my go-to example, so many campaigns will target women, but will ignore mm-hmm. black women or ignore trans men because period products. Yeah. We have yeah. not spoken about period products this season, but we did a lot in first season. <laughs> we did. It was like a strong undercurrent. It would always circle back period products. It would always be the one. Because it's such a perfect example of intersectionality. It Something is. I enjoyed as well was getting an insight, and I believe this was in David's episode, of like how marketing the marketing industry used to be yes definitely and even i feel like a little bit how inclusive marketing like the kernels of it versus like now Mm -hmm. and it's hard sometimes when you're trying to push for change to think that there hasn't been progress but some of the stories i think between david's episode which was episode 33 and John's episode, John Payne's episode 38, hearing some of the things that they witnessed and also hearing the things that they witnessed and that they were able to either push back or talk on as well. They weren't just always passive to. Yeah, I agree. I remember um, David mentioning having to cut words out in printed text. That stuck with me. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies for anyone who worked in marketing back then. We are not saying, it just didn't dawn on us. And I thought I I feel quite old sometimes, but I never experienced that. And I don't want to be ageist right now, but I was like, wow, you, you had to cut the word out. I just thought there was yeah. always like Tipex or, you know, Whiteout. 
It's okay. I could see that. But they were slicing, yeah. slicing, slicing words. What makes me think when they used to do the newspapers back in the day, because that's how they would like format it, wouldn't they? They'd have to like lay it all out because they didn't have like programs to do it on a computer. They'd have to like physically. So I just assumed that that was like way back when. <laughs> way back in ancient times. Okay. Um, and then overall, what is your biggest highlight from this season, would you say? My biggest highlight? I think, I think one thing that I really noticed from these episodes was how much inclusive marketing has spread because all of our guests had their own sectors that they were knowledgeable in. And I suppose like the fact that we're inviting them onto the podcast is a bit of a giveaway that they probably know a bit about inclusive marketing already. But all of them had their own advice and their own stuff to contribute to the conversation, I suppose. So just how like it's not people aren't stumbling going, I don't really know what inclusive marketing is. They all were able to tell you what they think it is. So just how far it's kind of come and how like it's getting momentum. Definitely. I think that has been amazing to see that it's it's expanding and the fact that we can speak to people we've had two guests from america so many different industries it's growing i'm excited to see what else is next i think my biggest highlight kind of on a personal note this season has felt a lot more chilled a lot more prepared than the first one (laughs) i feel like Podcast marketing and podcast editing and planning was not in my skill set as a marketeer. Um, but I have enjoyed at least the guest part of it. I will admit mm-hmm. I have not done the editing, but <laughs> I've enjoyed the conversations. I've enjoyed the element of being able to speak to people about the passion I have. And I guess the casualness of the conversations as well. Yeah. Probably it's been hard for you to edit when we go on tangents and so <laughs> forth, Jade. <laughs> but um, I think that's been my biggest highlight. Every single guest I've spoken to has sparked an idea, a thought, something that I didn't think about, something around, you know, how the field's expanding, some use case that I hadn't thought about. Mm. every single guest has put a perspective in my mind that I wasn't aware to, I wasn't um, accounting for. And I think that is part of one of the things I do say about, you know, the ways to expand your creativity and make it more inclusive is to expose yourself to more variety. Yeah, for sure. Um, On that note, though, I do want to put out a tiny little caveat. I would love to, but I don't know if we would. I'd love to speak to someone who doesn't believe it should be a thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know how we find this person because our network is quite biased. The work I do is quite biased to say that it should be a thing, but I would love to have a conversation with someone. Um, and if someone's listening to this podcast, I guess, I don't know if you would be our fan base, but if you are, and you're not convinced inclusive marketing is a thing at all. Let's chat. Come on. I want to have a conversation. Yeah. I want to understand the perspectives because 
I really need to know how 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 wide the world is. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you know someone in your life that doesn't believe in inclusive marketing and you're always arguing about it, then send them our way. <laughs> send them our way. We want to have a good old conversation. And the conversation is not to convince them at all. No. Like, I very much believe in people make decisions and implement things, especially when it comes to your job, that is your career. You know, the decisions Mm -hmm. you make in your job are based on how it's gonna benefit you and the organization you work for. I'm just fascinated to know, because I have theoretical objections in my head why people think it's not a thing. Um, Either they think it's, you know, a tick box or they think it's a fad or they think, you know, it's making their job harder. Those mm-hmm. are the objections I have, and I've kind of translated from things people have said, but we haven't had anyone on the podcast that's been like outright. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Inclusive no, stop it's photos. Not been a lot of pushback. No. Um, <laughs> so very much open to that. Okay. And then yeah, Jade, what on the learning or the behind the scenes aspect would you say has been a a highlight for you i think so we kind of played around with our promotion mm-hmm. this time around and i think as the season went on the clips that were being pulled for the promotion got progressively more and more i don't want to say clickbaity like spicy um more daring um, it might also just like coincide with the fact that our guests like had more secrets and stories and things. Um, but learning about kind of podcast promotion was something that was on my mind a lot for this this time round. And I think that's been really fun to explore. Definitely, because this has been a whole remit of a new skill set as well. And the reaction to some of the clips that we've been putting out. And I think clickbait sometimes I think is okay because at the end of the day, depending on the use case, I don't think our content is like the definition of clickbait, you know, because clickbait is you click into the content and it's not what you expected. All the clips that we've put out have been spicier recently, but we answer the spice. We answer the spice. Wow. (laughs) We provide spice. (laughs) We provide the context. We provide the explanation. If you come and you listen, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't think, based on some of the clickbait I do see, our stuff is not damaging. It's, it's to start conversation. And it yeah. really has in some cases. Yeah. The SEO world is spicy. I did not know. <laughs> I did not know how spicy it was. I wasn't expecting that one to pop off, to be honest, but fair play. But yes, if anyone is on X or formerly known as Twitter, I need to stop rolling my eyes when I say that. Um, the platform X, formerly known as Twitter, there's a thread that kicked off around, you know, can you call yourself an SEO person? Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of opinions and thoughts going on there. Yep. In terms of spiciness, <laughs> um, or controversial to be the, the technical proper word for it. Something I do want to explore in future seasons is, would you publish this? Which is a mini series I explored on my LinkedIn 
where we shared campaigns that were either banned or considered inclusive and it just asked people mm -hmm. a straight up question would you approve this to be published mm -hmm. i think it'd be good to explore that with future guests um because it was interesting to see people's comments on linkedin about why they either disapproved even on the inclusive ads or I had some people say to me in person, oh, I didn't know what to say because I couldn't see anything wrong. And I'm like, well, you could say publish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could say, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah. But um, they think you're tricking them out. That's the problem. People don't trust me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's why I would be excited again, going back to having an, um, a guest who doesn't believe it. It'd be good to have the discussion. Yes. Like, actually, they could point out what their problem is with, like, specific ads. Mm -hmm. That'd be really interesting. And why they think there was nothing wrong with a campaign or... Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this season has been absolutely amazing it's been amazing to have you as a viewer or a listener make sure you subscribe this is how we know and let us know what you'd want to see in season three let us know what you want to hear let us know where you have questions um let us know what you think about our ideas about having um controversial guests on and so forth and what is your favorite episode but mm. either way Thank you so much for being a listener of the Marketing Made Inclusive podcast. And we'll see you next season. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you are. <laughs> you can find me anywhere on the internet at Joanne Boyce. That's J-O-Y-A-N-N-B-O-Y-C-E. And where can the people find you, Jade? You can find me on LinkedIn at Jade Pet. That's pet with two T's on the end. Sweet. So have a lovely day whenever you're listening to this and see you next season.